You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life is made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. Have you ever considered time blocking? Some people swear by it, but it can be harder to stick to than it seems. However, there's a few easy ways to make time blocking work for you. From Mamma Mia, welcome to 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life, the podcast that's here to improve your productivity in just a few minutes. My name is Deborah Ho. I'm a viral productivity expert, and every week I'm in your ears giving you the hacks you need to make your work lives easier, simpler, and overall just better. Time blocking. It's one of my favorite ways to be productive. But what is it? And how is it so effective? To explain, time blocking is a simple time management technique where you organize your day into time slots. Whether it's a meeting or it's a list of tasks, everything is given a time frame to be completed. The great thing about time blocking is that you spend the beginning of the day creating a snapshot of everything you need to do that day. So every hour is planned and accounted for. That way, you know exactly what can be achieved and it allows you to focus on what you need to do within that hour. You don't have to worry about other to-dos because you've already planned time for them later in the day to be completed. What I love about time blocking is that it eases my anxiety. It discourages me from multitasking and gives me realistic measurements of what I can do within a day. With time blocking, I'm more focused and more relaxed. To talk more about it is Paul Miners. He teaches people how to be more effective with their time, how to optimize their workflows, and how to get more done. Hi, my name is Paul Miners. I am a productivity blogger and consultant, and you can find me at paulminers.com. The benefits of time blocking are that, a bit like when you schedule a meeting with someone, you're making a commitment to that person that you're going to show up at a given time for that appointment. And so I like to use time blocking to make a similar commitment to myself. If I want to do something, I'm making a commitment that I'm going to put this on my calendar and I'm going to do it at a specific time. So that's one benefit of time blocking is you're making that that mental commitment to yourself. The other benefit that I see is that if you use some kind of task management system, whether that be an app like Asana or Todoist, or even if you just have a, a notebook, I find with task management, it's very easy to overcommit and say, look, here's, here's 20 things I need to do that day. So it's very easy to build a big list of things to do. What time blocking does though, is it forces you to make trade-offs because it's, it's taking you through this process of deciding for each of those tasks on that list, when are you gonna do them? You know, what day of the week and what time are you gonna do them? And how long do you need to do that task? So by going through this time blocking routine at the beginning of the week or even the beginning of your day, it forces you to look at your task list and all the work that you have coming up and to make decisions about when you're going to do them, what time and how long to spend on it. And so if you have 20 things to do today, if you block out time and maybe you get through the first five things on your list and maybe your day is full, 
now you're in a bit of a situation. You have to then make some trade-offs and decide, okay, if I want to fit any of these other items on my to-do list onto my calendar, into my schedule, I'm going to have to move things around. So I think time blocking really forces you to be more realistic with your workload. So I find it's a really useful way to actually prioritize your work. The tools aren't so important with time blocking. What is important is the habit or the practice itself. And so really, in terms of how to get started, I like to schedule time on a Friday afternoon at the end of my week. I look at what I have coming up the following week uh, in terms of my workload, and I'll start making time for the different things that I need to make time for. And again, I'll think about, you know, what day do I want to do these on, these different tasks? When shall I start? How long do I need to allocate? And so I generally plan a rough outline for the week on a Friday afternoon. But then for me, time blocking is a constant practice. So if I'm working, my calendar is always open. I basically always have it as an app that's running on my computer. I can quickly tab over to it and check it if I need to. So even throughout the day, as I am going from one thing to the next, I'm constantly referring back to my calendar to see what I have coming up next. And some people think that time blocking is a bit of a rigid system. You know, it's quite a strict way of working. And how can you respond to urgent things that come up? Well, one of the nice things about time blocking is if something urgent does come up, if I get an email from a client or some urgent task suddenly needs to happen, I can move my blocks around. So that's why it's useful to just have that calendar open in your browser or have the app open on your computer. And so if some urgent work comes up that I need to work on this afternoon, I can take the blocks that I currently have in for this afternoon. I can maybe move them to tomorrow or the next day. I can find time for them and I can make room. So I'm constantly sort of playing this game of Tetris on my calendar where I'm trying to fit the blocks in and, and not overlap things and, and make everything nice and organized. The difference time blocking has made for me is, and it's a practice I've been following for many, many years now. So I'm at the stage where I almost couldn't imagine any other way of working. But for me, the benefit or how it's helped me is it allows me to take all these good intentions. That's what I call my task list. It's a list of intentions. These are things that I want to get done. The plan comes when you actually put them on your calendar because task management is only the beginning. Just creating a list of things to do, that's very easy. Actually working out how you're gonna get everything done is a lot harder. So for me, it helps me to take these intentions and create a plan or like a roadmap of when I'm gonna get everything done and how long to spend on these different things. So I find it, it forces me to be more realistic on a weekly basis in terms of deciding, you know, what am I gonna do this week? What shall I prioritize? I find it forces you to be more realistic with your work. If you are just getting started and it feels like a bit of a kind of alien sort of practice, maybe it's, you know, it is a bit of a change to how you may be working currently. My advice is just stick with it for a couple of weeks and you don't have to block out individual tasks like I do. You could even start a bit more high level. And so you can even just block out time for different types of work. So you could say, here's a block in the morning for email. I'm gonna allocate an hour for email. And then I'm gonna allocate 90 minutes for this project that I'm working on. Even if you don't wanna specify the actual tasks, you could just say I'm working on this project or this client or whatever it is. So you could even start time blocking at a higher sort of level and just see how your, your productivity and your routine changes as you start to turn the calendar into this planning tool. And yeah, sort of Today, taking it to that next level, I think you'll be surprised. something to make your work life just that little bit better, made possible by our presenting partner, Optus Business. As the 5G network matures, it will be faster, more responsive and have higher capacity so you can get more out of the networks. Fast speeds and improved bandwidth means you can connect multiple devices at once. Get super fast 5G with Optus. Great business starts with yes. 
To find out more, visit optus.com.au slash 5G. That's it for 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life this week. We'll see you again next week. The executive producer is Liz Ratliff. I'm Deb Ho, and I'll see you in the Mamma Mia app. This episode of 8 Minutes to Change Your Work Life was made in partnership with Optus Business. Great business starts with yes. The opinions and experiences in this podcast are those of our expert guests and should not be considered an endorsement by Optus.